Hello there, my name is John Falola. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Startup Tribe Global. Um, it's a privilege to bring you God's word today. We'll be reading from Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14. The whole book, 1 through 14, talks about the blessings. 1 from 15 to about 30 or so, talks about the causes and the terms of a covenant which many will say is the old covenant. But Jesus said it didn't come so that the old covenant would be eradicated. It came to complete the old covenant. So there are still some benefits and some things that are not out of date in the old covenant. So God bless you as you listen. If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day. The Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your beast the increase of your cattle and young of your flock blessed shall be your basket and your linen trough blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out the Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord shall com- command the blessings upon you in your storehouse and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a people only to himself. And he has sworn to you, as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord, your God, and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name and in the presence of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord shall make you have surplus of prosperity through the fruit of your body of your livestock and of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to you or fathers to give you. The Lord shall open to you his good treasury, the heavens to give you rain of your land in its season and to bless all the works of your hands and you shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow and the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail, and you shall be above and only, and you shall not be beneath. If you need the commandment of the Lord, if you heed the commandment of the Lord, your God, which I command you this day, and are watchful to do them, and ye shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. The word of the Lord. Um, our topic for today is power of choice. 
one thing you can get with God always is the power of choice. He never forces anything on you. He never forces you to do anything. Yes, in a bid of his outright love for you, he can orchestrate things around you to make you not to miss your way, to make you out of exceeding love for you. That's what David said. You have made me a little bit below the angels. You know, out of love, God created us to be above angels, to be able to recreate things like He can, to be able to experience His nature like no other creation can. And here's the truth God never compels anybody to do anything. And I'll share a few of my own experiences. I've seen several times that I had received clear-cut instructions on what to do, but the other party never recognized God and respected God in that order. And what God usually does is that because he doesn't compel anybody to do his will, he moves on to a readily available vessel. And that does not nullify the fact that God is God. It says in Psalm 75, it says, He will lift up one and put down another. He's the one that does that. He's the one that qualifies. He's the one that enthrones. He's the one that allocates the right person for you to do life with. The power of choice can be in your marriage, can be in your career, can be in I can be excited in your marriage, you can be excited in your in your career, I can be excited in your business, can be excited in every area of your life, in your finances, in every single decision you make, you can exact that power of choice. You know, you don't get to get married to somebody you don't get married to. You choose who you get married to. That's why it's what says. That he that finds a wife obtained favor from God. That means when you find a wife from your search, it is then you obtain his favor. Then you would walk in the manifestation of his favor. And finding a spouse is a function of the willingness of the spouse to say, Okay, I want to do life with you. It is never something you compel them to or force them to. Especially in, in this dispensation that we live in, that people have the tendencies to be with a lot of partners. People have the tendencies to always choose partners based on what they can see. And the truth is this, a lot of us go to church go to church and we realize that it is quite important for it is quite important for people to know that even the call of salvation was by choice God will never force anybody or anything on you 
yes out of his love you can experience you know that's why even when some people when some people are not saved they even enjoy the realities of god's covenant and he did that several times in the bible before peter acknowledged him as a savior he did miracles in his life he ensured that he saw the signs and wonders but not every time will he show you signs and wonders sometimes he would speak through that still small voice and sometimes it would ensure that you get to a point where you come to an end of yourself and ask him for directions and he'll give you a roadmap and new pathways and god sees everything he sees what was discussed behind you what was discussed in your presence what was said or what was planned against you is judgment is pure and accurate he qualifies he said in his word he said i will have mercy upon whom i choose to have mercy on mercy is at his prerogative we are at his mercy to be offered mercy at different points in the scriptures you will hear god say i, cho- I give you the privilege to choose between life and death you hear God say, I've given the privilege to choose between this and that. He will never tell you to go one way permanently. God revises even his instruction. He says, you know in part. If God had given you an instruction or you made a choice based on what you knew in the past, Sometimes the reason why you struggle is because he has updated the syllabus, he has updated what he has said to you. So sometimes you hear Christians say, or people who believe in God say, I thought I heard this go in this way. Our obligation is to always fix our eyes on him. What is he saying in this time, in real time? Because sometimes he sees ahead of time, he sees things that you don't see. He sees way ahead of you. And I'm, the, I'm, an, I'm of the opinion that our actions, our inclination towards God can make him change his mind. We've seen it happen in the scriptures. We've seen it happen when um, in Isaiah, I think 35 or so, where the king was supposed to die and it because he praised God, God reversed the time. We've seen it in the scriptures where evil was supposed to befall on someone, but because of someone stood in the gap, it didn't happen. We've seen it in the scriptures where God removed Saul and placed a David. And the amazing fact about that scenario was, assuming Saul was wise enough to stick with God to the end, the story might not have ended that way. Saul started using all sorts of things, adding all sorts of things to God. You know, witchcraft, all those things, seeking counsels from spirits. when in the beginning it was God that called you God selected you God picked you 
out of nothing into something. May we never become less appreciative of God when our blessings arrive. May we see God through our lives. May we remain humble. May we never walk away from God through the seasons of our life. You see? I've seen people do things over and over again. I've seen people try to make you feel bad for their own wrong choices. I hold up to my choices to the best of my abilities and knowledge. But once you make a wrong decision, don't put your shit on other people. Don't put your mess on other people. Own up to your stuff. Live your life with highest form of standard. Own your choices. The best you can do is to own up to God to help you make the best of choices. And once you say this is the way going and go in it, it's a different ball game. When you go in it and they don't understand you or they reject you, it's normal. You walk away and go to where you're appreciated. It's a different ball game when you are sent to help another and the person rejects your help. It's a different ball game. And sometimes we think that because someone doesn't have money to give us, they can offer us anything. We feel that wealth supersedes every other thing. Whereas sometimes God sends people into your life to add color to that what it is that you have. And this is very common among the, you know, so-called higher minds. They feel that they have everything at that Peru and what could you possibly bring to the table? Whereas the truth about life is this. There's no limit to God's blessings. There's no limit to what he wants to do in our lives. The only limit we can put to it is what we put to it. There's no limit to how much of money he can bless you with. There's no limit to how much of resources can bless you with. There's no limit to how much of quality relationships can bless you with. With this, I'm confident that the power of choice makes it possible to choose the right spouse, to be with the best of spouse. You know, and people show you tendencies of who they are as as just with them. People show you how it can destroy you because you didn't associate with them. People show you tendencies of how they can ma you know, every bad decision shows it shows it shows everybody it shows anybody that wouldn't be part of your future it shows except if you're not listening there are people in your life that they mean well but they just don't understand your life there are people in your life they don't mean well they're just there to pour death on your parade and there are people in your life, they mean well, but they don't even know how to help you. There are people in your life that they mean well and they know how to help you and they help you. What I'm trying to say is this. 
God's blessing for your life is not a function of whom comes into your life or not. It's a function of the fact that once it blesses you, even if people around you chooses not to bless you, it will create help from places the eyes have never seen, years have never had, that no mind has ever thought possible. I've seen it happen several times. When people deliberately say they want you to break, they want you to get to a point where you have no help, than to bow to their own will. And God reminds you of the fact that he used a raven to feed Elijah. He reminds you of the fact that even he created miracles with five fishes, five loaves of bread and some fishes. It, it reminds you of what he did with Peter where there was no catch. And he instructed him to throw his net to the right. And he caught a net-breaking tes- testimony. Here's what I'm trying to say to you. The most important factor in your life is God's blessings. After that, God will bless you with favor with himself and favor with the right kind of relationships. People that you come into company with, that your path will be amplified. This is what I want you to know. There are people you've come in contact with that never recognize you. Or recognize what who you are or knew what you're about and they missed out on the blessing upon, upon your life because they didn't know who you are and there's nothing bad about that what's bad about that is for you to not think that you can now make them go back to the past or be inside their decision to move on that's bad move on and respect the fact that God will orchestrate your path as well not to make the same mistake we all make mistakes, quite right. And it's important that you understand that once you make your decision and choice, don't hold another person ransom. That's where God will, would ensure that He deals with you. Don't hold another person's life to ransom. You made your own decision, you made your own choice. Don't you have no power to make the decisions and choices for others. If I approach clients for opportunities and they tell me there's no way or someone deliberately says it can't help me, I have no issues with that. I, I do not hate them because I understand a principle that a door that is meant for me will open for me without clauses, without consequences. Because the blessings of the Lord has no sorrow to it or consequences or clauses. What it does, it does it. It does it forever. That's what he said. Allah should be alone. It does it without Looking back, Ashuri talking You know, men do the tradition in English is men help you and they see you as someone who owes them. God helps you and he doesn't even ask you for anything in return. All he asks is just worship and keep your eyes on me. Even if God helps you through men, those men don't even ask you for anything in return. They don't expect it, anything in return. Yes, if you, it is wisdom for you to want to give back and honor them. I met an angel like that once, or one too many times in my life. 
a blessed memory which which one dio johnson i met this man at the name of adam he opened the door of his house to me and we discussed as if we had known each other forever he had never for once he would tell me he told me this to say i will never ever judge you all i'll do is help you get better but and trust me that's what god actually wants everybody to know there's nothing about you that god doesn't know present yourself to him he will help you overcome little by little day after day year after year you see the little favor the little message the goodness of god that i have received he knows that i have never for want to tell it from anyone yes i may have i may have made some difficult decisions to walk away from relationships especially when they have nothing to do with my future and it's not about anything i love them i bless them and i even pray for their for god's blessings to never depart from them i never expect anything evil to come out of their lives i expect and i wish them well you know why because i understand that i can't even approach <laughs> the place of prayer with a heart of unforgiveness i can't even approach god with burdens it should be like my prayers are bouncing back so i let go not because of the person or the people or what was done to me i let go because i want to experience god's newness i want to experience god's best all time so if you are listening to me and for some obvious reasons you've been in unforgiveness you need to let go and let god give you what he wants to give you because even if you make mistakes trust me your mess can be turned into a message can be turned into an instrument for others to believe that no matter how bad they've or forgone their life has gone that god can actually turn things around for them so i want to just say, share a few words with us the blessings of Deuteronomy 28 from 1 to 14 makes it clear that the only way to keep it to sustain it is to ensure that you don't turn right or left to go after other gods to serve them you serve, you serve a jealous god you serve a father who you know jealously loves you you know he loves you to the point whereby there's no amount of lie there's no amount of sabotage there's no amount of enemies that will say what he proposed for you will not come to pass and with all due respect treat all men with absolute love but yes you might not be able to agree with all men you might not be able to have all men on the same page in your life but treat all men and women you meet with all with love 
love them. Some people you love them from afar. Some people you they're part of your life, you love them. Some people you love them by the reason of the fact that God placed them in your lives. Some people you walk away from them by love because you love them. And it's quite important to understand that so many of us are holding on to relationships that have nothing to do with your future. Because you've developed soft spot for that for that relationship. Be it in your career, be it in your business, be it in your personal relationship, be it in your day-to-day dealings. To find the best of God, you need to find God for yourself. You need to be able to say, this is what God is saying to me by time. Because even the people that you feel they've gone ahead of you might not be able to understand what God is telling you by time. Like you do. Because you are the one he called. You are the one he sent. You are the one he made mention of the details of your assignment. And you'll be misunderstood. You'll be misrepresented. You'll be said you'll be told things that are contrary to what you believe people would see you as somebody who is out there to use them or to do things contrary or or who is against the faith but what's important is for you to be to be one with your god remember the story of the younger prophet and the older prophet where god instructed the younger prophet to go do something and the older prophet distracted the young man god did not deal with the older prophet god dealt with the young man so it's quite important to understand and stand on the promises of god stand on what god has spoken over your life irrespective of what any other person is saying if it doesn't confirm what god has told you don't accept it accept only what affirms what god has told you because this spirit is one god will never be an author of confusion if god asks you to move on move on if god asks you just to enter into a new system with someone new someone fresh someone that understands you someone that can walk all the way with you go all in whatever they will say they will say whatever they want to think they, they will think even if you try to be the best being you can be in this life people will talk a musician once said ko sogmo to le da ko siwa to le ho to le there's nothing you can do there's no amount of goodness you can be that you can have or you can possess or that you can choose to disperse to others that people will not speak ill of you there's no amount of you know good you would ever be that somebody somewhere will not see you as evil your best is to be the best that you can be just be the best of whom god or called you to be every other person is a commentator what matters is when you get to heaven when you approach the throne of grace did you do what I sent you to do? You said, I did it with the best of my life. And he says, good and faithful, Saturday, come home. Every other thing doesn't matter. What matters is you did what God will have you do. That's all. And it's quite important that you understand that if you fear God, there's no being on earth that will cause you to fear. God can slap any being to death right now. God can destroy any being to death right now. God can unleash angels and destroy a whole nation. Come on. You're joking with the, with, the, with, the, with the God that created the sun that nobody can touch. The omnipresent, the one who transcends time, the one who speaks 
and even time listens. The one who speaks, even non-living being listens. Don't talk about living beings. Today I admonish us to choose God with his life above all things. And trust me, what he said is that he said in, in the new covenant, he said, when you choose him, it's like you are giving him yourself. You're giving him the things you have done for yourself, for what he, for an exchange for what he has in store for you. If you give God a hundredfold in this half, He will always give you back power, wisdom, wealth. He will give you honor. He will give you praise. He will give you the blessings. And some of those things are intangible. My prayer for you today is you reach out to God right now and say, Father, I am nothing without you. You're my helper. You're the one who can make me fulfill the destiny that you have proposed for me because it was your plan. Help me to walk in a good relationship with you. Help me to love you with all of my heart. Help me to love my neighbors just as I love myself. Help me to treat your promises as yea and amen. Help me to manifest what it's like to have heaven on earth. From today, wherever I step my foot in, the kingdom of darkness is paralyzed. Wherever my presence in, I influence it as light and salt for the exponential increase of your kingdom on earth. For in Jesus' wonderful name of prayer, Amen. So I welcome you, if you've not been a member of the body of Christ, I welcome you to being a member of the body of Christ. And if you have been a member of the body of Christ, it's also equally good you renew your commitment. It's a daily commitment. It's a day-to-day commitment. You keep improving on a daily basis. And here's my prayer that the good and perfect will of God would breathe on your capacity to make the right choices, to make choices ordained from heaven, and to eliminate any form of distraction. Anybody who said anything contrary to what God has said are disconnected from your life. Only God's perfect counsel happens in your life. Those who abused the God who sent you, release them and walk into the newness and the new kind of relationship is breaking into your life. If you were meant to be part of their life, they would have accepted you. There's a reason for your pain. There's a reason in disguise for your rejections. You are rejected so that somebody somewhere can accept you and appreciate you and understand that you're the what you carry in these times. So I congratulate you and I welcome you into a season of unstoppable victory 
a season of unstoppable glory of God over her life. I welcome into a season where God's honor, praise, wealth, wisdom, and power will be evident for all to see. And I decree over you anything that dares to come near you or hinder your blessings, God will deal with them amicably on your behalf. You won't have to even say a word. They will be dealt with and they will be silenced forever in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. For in Jesus' wonderful name I pray. Amen.